you know, we all kind of met this group and they were like, the guy's like, all right, we're gonna take a piss just into the canals, yeah, easy peasy. And the girl's like, where do we piss? And the girls go, we do the same. And they got down on their hands and legs, spread just went, no way. Straight into the canal. And that I, I should just be went, illegal. oh <laughs> my God. Today we are joined by massive guests, Mitch and Locke from the band Ocean Alley. Welcome fellas, how Thank are we you. feeling? Feeling top of the world, mate. Feeling well, pretty excited. Thanks it's for having podcast. us. That's a lie because you just told us how hungover you were from last night. <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. So. I'm, I'm getting there. He's I'm always glad, hungover. So. Let's just say I'm glad we didn't have a 10 a.m. call for this because I probably Did you drink for most shows? Given up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's good to calm the nerves. We like to have a beer before, but then mm. once you come off stage and you're buzzing, it's like pretty hard to just go, oh, all right, I'm going to That's what I sleep. Yeah, that's what, because we had, um, I don't know if you're familiar, Enshway, the DJ on. And he was saying to us, because a big thing that I had learned from watching documentaries, not because I've ever been on stage, <laughs> but um, is like the come down from being on stage and having all that adrenaline, like it's sometimes hard to sleep or you just feel even like miserable the next day or something. Is that something you've ever experienced? It is like that. But I do, like I get off stage and I'm like kind of still pumped with energy, but still tired at the same time. It's, mm. a, it's a weird, it's a nightmarish mm. mix. And you have to kind of give yourself 10 minutes just to sit down and have a breather. Mm. It'd yeah. be a workout on there because you're exerting like so much energy. And I can't claim it being a workout. That's the drama. He he comes off stage. If we're playing a hot gig, like he's just drenched yeah. head to toe in sweat. He had and his knuckles kind of all bloodied up the other day because oh, he fuck. hit the side of the drum. <laughs> Every now and again it happens. So it for context, for those listening, you guys played at the Forum last night. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Great venue. How mm. was the show? Sick venue. One yeah. of my favourites. Yeah, it's such a cool venue actually. It's old school. It's iconic. It's like a theatre for those yeah. who've never been to Melbourne or Australia. And it feels like you're outside. Like it, yeah, they've it got does. that. Um, they've got like, like a sort of, fake night sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, with like stars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah. The, the show was great. They were, it was filled out with all these crazy people that were going to see a gig on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So we're going to thank <laughs> yeah. everyone for that. But uh, yeah, good vibes. Do you find a difference between the Wednesday night crowd and like the Friday, oh, Saturday yeah. night crowd? Yeah, 100%. In what sense? Like what's... like we walk out on stage and everyone's just standing there like enjoying tomorrow, themselves. Stuff, they got work tomorrow and you walk out on like a Friday or Saturday night and people are like throwing stuff and falling over and fainting. And... <laughs> I swear I've seen people at uh, like uh, gigs on like a Friday night or something, still wearing their work clothes, like high vis, just like, just went, fuck it, straight to the pub, start mm, drinking, to the gig. gig. I feel like because it was yeah. such a good day in Melbourne yesterday, like we went to the pub, uh, we went to try to go to a pub near our house and it was just so packed that we couldn't get a seat and for a Wednesday, like this is ridiculous. So we went to another pub and there was one seat and everyone was just out and about. So all the weekend warriors, they love... They love a yeah, good day yeah. in Melbourne. It's just the weather turned on. It was so and, nice. Uh, yeah, but we, you should mention that today is fucking dog shit outside. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no. It's back to 13 degrees and drizzling. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't that right? You, the last episode, we literally spent 15 minutes talking about how the great weather's making us drink every day of the week. <laughs> and now it's miserable outside and I'm wearing a beanie in this sauna of a room. So, yeah, I've been to the forum one time. I saw uh, Juice World and the Kid Leroy. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. And, um,. Yeah, rest in peace, Juice because that was mm. that was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we got we're actually coming to the show Friday, so we got big That's expectations right. and the, the crowd. We meet we might be the ones in the crowd fucking mm. throwing oh, shit up. Yeah. 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 Throw yeah. a couple of uh, shoes up on stage for Baden to do some shoeies. Oh, yeah, we've been trying to get him to do a shoey recently. He hasn't really? done one for a while. There was a guy mm. last night. A sign in last night. You said shoey, shoey, and yeah, and then he changed it to my name. He's like Locke Surely I was like, man, I'm too busy up here. I got buttons to press and shit. We'll bring Zach's size seven. Basketball shoes, oh, yeah, yeah. Just 
them up yeah, there. Yeah. Put two beers in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, mate, you could put a six-pack in there. Six-pack in there. <laughs> Just so I can... Yeah, um, yeah, so this is a bit of a general question, but um, it's one that we're curious about. Everyone's probably curious about. What kind of music did you guys listen to growing up? Because, obviously, with the genre you're in, it'd probably be an assumption to say that that's all you listen to, but did you listen to anything else? Like, did you grow up with, like... 90s rap or techno or something different like what was it always just this kind of i want to say psychedelic rock sort of genre i think we all kind of grew up on the usual sort of music when you're you know a, a dumb teenager just whatever you hear on the radio or watch mm. on rage in the mornings and that um oh, rage. but then i What's guess rage? Don't you remember Rage? You don't know Rage? No. no. Oh, that's like Australian. Radio and TV, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, music video. Yeah, it's great. TV yeah. show. Dude. Oh, I don't know. You need to get educated. It's like the rainbow. Rage. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, dude. I'm going to investigate after. Yeah, you have to investigate after. Yeah, and so, but I guess like everyone, you kind of, you grow up a bit in your late teens and have a bit of a musical awakening kind of thing and start to develop your own sort of taste for music. And after we'd listened to the usual you know um sort of pop stuff or whatever we were listening to we kind of started falling in love with roots music and blues music and mm. yeah and sort of just went down that rabbit hole and then of course you discover your parents record collection and you're like oh what they were listening to all this really cool music back then and mm. so yeah old is new again and yeah um that's sort of how it happened. It's all a bit of a difference as well we all had such different tastes when we were younger i feel like you know it informs so much of what we do when we write music together as well. So I think my first CD was um, Beyonce. Yeah. I was like fourteen or something. Can't go wrong. Just because it was BG's like it was just there. Classic hits. Jeez, mm. that's pretty. Um, yeah, it's pretty random. Ahead of the <laughs> <laughs> time there. Mine was um, I used to like. This is my first kind of uh, music awakening that I had in my life. I remember vividly, and this is really weird. I was it was two thousand nine, and I um. I woke up and went into the lounge room and mum was watching like it was all over the news that Michael Jackson had died and I remember looking at him and they had all the things of his face and being terrified and I was having nightmares about him for like a year and then somehow after like a year those nightmares just turned into like a fascination I just became obsessed with him yeah. and then I started like just only listening to straight Michael Jackson and like just my I had like posters of him in my room and shit. it was so weird from fear to love it's yeah. like uh, yeah. it's kind of like yeah Type of Stockholm home syndrome, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And then I tried to get into making Michael Jackson type music, but I just didn't have any musical talent whatsoever. Did you have the pitch though? Absolutely not. <laughs> not even close. Oh yeah. But so that leads me to my next question: Like, when did you guys kind of realize that this is what you wanted to do and start pursuing it, or was it something you always wanted to do, or did you, when you're in like your six, you're like, no, nah, I'm definitely gonna be a cop, and then yeah. it just happened. We were just kind of like like messing around. I. I always thought actually I was going to be like an actor, wanted to kind of love just being up like on stage or TV. Yeah, like plays. And I went and did like studied in college and stuff. Mm. And, um, you know, the other boys were doing other things. Some of the blokes were chippies and kind of people had vague ideas of what they wanted to do. But we were just doing this on the side because it was a lot of fun. You know, Mm. it kind of kept us out of trouble, but also got us into trouble as well. Just (laughs) it was just us hanging out basically and killing time and playing music and stuff because we all enjoyed music. And I remember there was like one point where um, I was kind of like, hang on, the band is actually starting to do much better than what I'm doing with this acting stuff. I thought, look, I'm just going to put that down, 
put the acting stuff to the side for a bit, see what happens, and it kind of just got ahead of itself and kept, you know, we kept kicking goals and mm. kept going up. So it was a really, um, really interesting um, journey that we all kind of took ourselves on. We didn't know where we were going. Mm. We didn't know this is what we wanted to do. And it, yeah, like I said, it got ahead of us and we just went, hey, this is all right. Let's not hang out every weekend and play shows and go to places all over the world. It's a uh, mm. do, do you remember that specific moment like, did you have a sort of like a clicker or light bulb moment where you're like, oh, we've just booked this show or this gear. You're like, oh, this could actually, this could be something. Like, what was your first sort of... I don't really of... remember having a moment like that. Like, it was all just super gradual. But I think um, one of the standout after confidence sort of broke through and then we went and played on that Splendor stage was just like, that's yeah, that still that true. still sticks in my head. That was a big one, actually. That's like... If you could define a moment, that might I mean, have been the I mean, by then we'd been... It, yeah. we'd been playing plenty of shows and all of that and we were probably sort of knew that we were going to go down that path anyway but yeah so no, it's not really never never really been a moment it's just kind just of what, gradual yeah building. what we've just kept doing and, yeah. yeah if this is incorrect it's producer's Zach's fault but you was from the northern beaches in sydney that's right Correct. was well there done, um, research was there much of a scene there like when you guys were sort of starting to make music that you could look to like was there any other bands that you're like oh they're in the northern beaches they've set a precedent the weekend kind of following? yeah so there was that was one of the reasons why we kept playing music and wanted to start a band so we could go to house parties and play in the backyard to mm. all our mates mm. with um, bands like the Ruminators, who are now known as the, the, the most of the members have formed another band called Le Shiv. We played with them last night, which is pretty cool. And the Lime Cordial Boys mm. um, from the same part of town. Um, a whole bunch of other bands that sort of growing up there and just playing in people's backyards and stuff. So that's pretty cool. The Northern Beaches is just a breeding ground for elite I don't know what it is. Talent. I don't yeah. know what it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it Lime Cordial? Is that how you say it, Lime Cordial? Cause... Lime Cordial. Oh, yeah. Lime. I was going to say, because I've been saying it wrong then for my entire life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So right. you guys, you've mm. obviously played all over the world now and you've done massive stages, but is there a part of you that still misses playing in those house parties, those backyards? like just with When it wasn't really a business, it was kind of just fun. It was a whole different kettle of fish back then, mm. I will say, yeah. Mm. We kind of just, you know, it, like what Mitch said, it was a bit of a free pass to get into whatever party was happening on the weekend. We never got invited to parties, so we're like, yeah. <laughs> jumping yeah. jump the fences and getting kicked out. Yeah. So like, okay, let's just... But yeah, it was, you know, it was a simpler time back then. You just rock up with your amps, plug in, play, mm. just getting pissed and having fun. And it was, it was a bit of a, you know, no fucks given it. I feel like Anything that's kind goes. of been replaced a little bit to an extent with like DJing. Mm. And now it's just everyone is DJing. Wants to DJ. Like it, everyone yeah. will go to a house party and do Like I have a, like a slight idea of how to DJ and it's purely just because everyone does it. Yeah. And just being around. <laughs> like I've never once thought I'm actively going to go learn. It's just it happens because you're around it yeah. so yeah. much. When now. was the last house party you guys went to with like... I don't know, a bunch of four dudes and some like practice amps yeah. just like I don't think I've turning them up to 10. Uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> I wasn't at I wasn't at this party, but after um, Richmond won their first flag in 2017, my older brother was just walking up and down Swan Street when it was packed, and then he just walked into this random house, yeah. and there was just like uh, live music going on there, and, it was yeah. just, and there was a keg, like heaps of kegs yeah. and shit there, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. mate, I've never seen anything like that. So the be the closest I'd say I would have been is Jamos in um, Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. You ever been there, Jamison's no. Bar? No. And uh, they always have live music there, and it's just like they were playing like um, wagon wheel and stuff live, yeah. and everyone there was just going nuts because yeah, the <laughs> Americans love it. That's the closest of it. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Zach was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, because and I'm also curious about this because, um, like I said, when we had Enshway on the DJ, uh, we kind of have a good idea of how that works, how you go from learning to do it to booking gigs. What's it like with a band? Because I know with DJing, you kind of just make your own music and just keep doing little gigs and building up. Is it the same exact thing? Pretty much the same, Basically, but we all got yeah. to learn to work together and then sort of, yeah, I and, guess. And logistically, it's a, probably a bit more difficult because... There's six dudes in you know in our band, so that means more gear you gotta look after. There are also Speaking more sort cars. of hands though, you know, so mm. we kind of divvied up some of the work. Mm. So like you know, Nick was in charge of tie dyeing the t-shirts that we're gonna sell <laughs> and writing the set lists, and then he was also in charge of driving his van. Yeah, we share <laughs> the driving, so sometimes it'd be someone someone has to take their car and like all that. So mm. you know, uh, we used to share the driving down to Melbourne and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you spoke of the van just then. Mm. Zach's all done some more digging. So if this is wrong, then you know who to blame. What, oh, I'm curious. What, what van? Uh, well, in New Zealand, uh, oh, when you were yes. doing your first tour there, yeah. did you guys all sleep in vans then? Or? We did. We had two wicked vans. We had two wicked vans yeah. that we drove ourselves around in. How was, was that? Vans. It was actually a lot of fun. It was pretty fun. We got to see like the countryside and stopping all, stop all the cool little towns. Yeah, we were coming into near Fungamata. Oh no, no, it was near on the east coast somewhere. Anyway, yeah. we're driving from another gig to go to the next place, the two wicked vans, and we're going down this freeway. And like we were tight asses so we didn't have roaming on our phones. We're just like, <laughs> we'll just follow you and all of a sudden the wicked one wicked van just peeled off on this exit. Oh yeah, like, that's oh, right. Fuck. We got split up. And we sort of knew where we we're kind of going to end up. So we we're just driving around this town in circles for like 20 minutes. And then sure enough, we just passed Is each other. Hasty? And we're like, yeah, we're Is like, oh, there they are. We found them. Oh. It's pretty fun though. And it's... Van trips are elite. Because mm. we, me, Liam and our um, old housemate, Matt, he, we went on a van trip up the east coast of Australia. Mm. And we had like, it was such a small van. And it was like a pretty From much like a single no, the van. The 1990s too. It, it was, was like old as. It was Matt's grandma's van. So, <laughs> and then we had like surfboards and shit in there. But I was sleeping in a tent, but then the tent ended up getting broken. So then all three of us had to sleep in the van. So what was it like with all like your music gear and stuff? Like were you Tell all sleeping in there? We didn't or? have too much, too much equipment. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was three people in each rooftop tent sharing. Or, so real yeah. cosy. Yeah, very cosy. Yeah, we're not, we're not super, you know big dude so it wasn't like overly crammed mm. um it was just a fun experience because we were just driving all day just talking shit i remember some places were a bit cold though cold and wet and rainy but cold, wet, rainy yeah how does that compare now to you guys have just come off an international tour this year what's that what did that look like and how's that different to sleeping three dudes in a van like is it a lot more luxurious <laughs> in, in, now? in america um we just got back from the states not a couple a few weeks ago and it's it's uh 12 blokes in a bus now yeah is it? 12 yeah. buses What's that? Three in a van. Is that it's like hectic. a yeah. luxury bus? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's like a... sleeper buses. Yeah. So they got bunks mm. and like on each side, there's 12 bunks. So one, two, three on each side. We had a, we had a Fully full Fully occupied, house. full house. Like if people are up, you know, all together in the morning, it's bumper to bumper. Like you got to mm. squeeze past. It's it's pretty tight and very cozy. But if you're with dudes that you're good friends with and you're yeah. respecting yeah, each other, it's it actually not that Yeah, bad. it's pretty fun. I feel like you'd have so many laughs and memories just on the trip that yeah. like are so intimate to just your group that it's just like the most special part about it. So much stuff that we would joke around, like I just I couldn't even remember. Yeah, and even retelling it like it's even not make the sense. same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I remember on our van trip, Ben would sleep in the tent, but he bought it from Kmart. It was like it says a two man tent, but 
Ben's a pretty Sorry, tall dude. It, it was came behind. On, came on too many. And I would love two kids. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one morning I like opened the van door and just saw Ben. Like he didn't have a mattress at the bottom. He was just sleeping on the ground in the tent. <laughs> and it was too short. So his legs were like out. And it was like pissing rain. <laughs> so he just like got up and smashed his tent. Like yeah. got in. And then for the rest of the trip. And this was like the first couple of days. So the rest of the trip we were three dudes. All like top tail in this van that was honestly probably like this wide oh my god when but we, like it's just the like the stuff that we were saying in there and the jokes that we made yeah. was like the best part of it when we'd like camp at the caravan parks and stuff and each morning we'd like roll the door open and then people would be making the like the old people would be making their brekkie and then they're just like see, a nice caravan three like <laughs> three teenagers get out of the van they're probably like what the fuck yeah. is going on here we actually had a funny story on the east coast in australia we drove from sydney I think we were going up to Byron mm. and we drove halfway after we had finished work and stopped at this place, this coastal town called Crescent Head. And that was when our manager, Dan, um, he's still our manager now, uh, he came with us for this trip because he was like, oh, I'll see what it's like on the road. And we got halfway and like, we must have pulled up at... Um, <coughs> like uh, 11 at night. Hit 11 at night, pitch black, <coughs> about to start raining and up to the top of this like car park on the headland and manager goes, oh, where's the hotel where we're staying? And we just go... Just pointed, um, gave him a beer, said, "Drink this, sleep there." Drink this, around. sleep there. And so we all got in our. We, he was watching us all get in our, you know, our sleeping bags, pulling ourselves under the car so we can stay out of the rain. He said, oh. "We told you to bring a sleeping bag." He said, "I thought you were joking." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, shoddy middle, shoddy front." Yeah. And then Shoddy there was, under the engine where it's yeah, Baden just Baden just got out and just like got in his sleeping bag and just rolled under the car. It's going to start raining. How did you? How did the American tour go? Where were you? Some of your favorite places that you played? We love going to Texas. That's a I've heard that. Hell started there. Mm. That was I've heard cool. that it's amazing. There's forty three degrees though. Yeah, when we were there. Celsius. Like, is it a miserable forty three? Like at a northern Queensland forty three, or like it's at not, Melbourne forty three? It's not super humid. It is a bit humid. Forty three is pretty miserable. Yeah. Forty three yeah. is still forty three. Doesn't matter. It's forty three. Yeah. It was like felt like fifty mid thirties when when we were playing at like ten at night. Oh. Yeah. So that was we haven't had a shorts gig for a while. We're all wearing we're all wearing. That would have been a hot sweaty gig. It was and dusty as well. It was like a dust bowl. But, but Texas was sick. People are Whereabouts specifically in Texas? Austin, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, and we've also played in Houston, Houston and Dallas. Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. Mm. Yeah, so everywhere. Places. All the cool places. Um, yeah. And we had our first show in Florida. In Ooh. where were we? Orlando. Orlando. Like, isn't Florida just We'd never nuts? been. Yeah. It was really cool. We didn't get to yeah. see much of yeah. the... Yeah, because there's all the. Florida I don't know if there's any names. Floridians are going to listen to this, yeah. but it's a bit of a shithole no. where we were. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but the but the gig was sick. Like that was one of the rowdiest ones of the. That trip, was, and we'd never trip. been there before either. And they just all they showed up and like yeah. were just giving it. We've already made plans to go back. And um, how do you find the American fans? Like, do you, do you yeah. find them that they're mostly Aussies in America or they're the American? There's a good mix. We've yeah. got yeah. a good. Um, we've got a good. American fan base now, which is really nice. Yeah, um, they love to get involved. The Americans, they love to just like be a part of the show. They'll bring signs and stuff and want to chat to you after. Like real nice. Mm. The Friendly fucking people. Aussies yelling out Aussie, 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 waving the flags. <laughs> I'm just going, oh, come on, we came over here to get away from the wall. <laughs> you should just stop the show and be like, so shut the in, fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in America and you're doing that. Just please don't. Yeah. yeah. It's like when Americans chant like USA. Oh, yeah. You don't need like, Yeah, exactly. Up. You don't yeah. even need to say say it because you can almost yeah, keep them yeah, just yeah. by looks, the Aussies. Yeah. You know? What about um New York? What do you think of New York? Because we all three of us on the show are huge New York fans. We've 
been there a little bit and love it. So how was that? Yeah, we do as well. Yeah, it's the city that doesn't sleep. It's mm. just go, go, go all the time. It's um, where did we play actually last time? Webster Hall. Yeah, we were. that was a good one. That was a yeah, big, like in the middle of Manhattan. Manhattan. We've been oh, awesome. played in Brooklyn up, as yeah. well, somewhere. In, in, I don't know what the venue was called, but Brooklyn was cool. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, this um, is a long good shot. Pizza. This is a long shot, but have you ever been to uh, Doc Holidays, the bar? Doc, Doc Holidays. It's in East Village. No, no, I don't we, think so. That was like our spot. I was really happy. We went, there for, like, we went there for like two weeks and we probably went there. Was it like, like little thirteen dive? of the it's, dive a, it's a shitty dive, dive bar. bar like, perfect. We love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's like, there's a really good bagel place next to it. And we were um like, our Airbnb was right across the park. Yeah. <clears throat> so one morning we went and this is like the middle of winter and it was like minus two degrees, which fast is just unbearable and then we went and got our bagel and it was so cold this is like 10 in the morning it was so cold we didn't we like we couldn't eat it because we were just so cold and then we saw doc holidays was opening up like oh we'll just go see if we can sit in there and then uh <laughs> we went in there and the bartender was just like oh we we're just like oh yeah can we eat our breakfast drink our coffees in the bar because it's too cold outside and she's like yeah but you have to buy drinks and like everyone has to buy one drink so we all bought a drink and then i'm pretty sure we stayed there until like 2 a.m <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> put in a stint oh there. it's too easy eh? we've never been oh we did to it we were in the states when we were supporting tash sultana a few a bunch of years ago mm. in the winter but apart from that it's just being in the summer yeah, yeah. Mm. did you guys have like your local shitty dive bar that you'd go to or um, we're just on the move. Well, we've been in different spots each time, so we've yeah. never kind of stuck... In, in New York, especially. I, I wonder if there's any places that we usually go back to that we... Is there, like, one... Oh, that, there was that one in Pittsburgh as well. We don't really go there anymore, though. Oh, yeah, what's it called? Southern Light know. Brewery or something. something. Yeah, I don't know. Just... It's kind of whatever. Normally, we're in around. different spots, but yeah. there have been a couple of places where you go back, and um, once you go back, it's kind of like nice knowing this knowing the good spots yeah so. are you always going always trying out? to find some um aussie beer yeah so that's always a fun game to play foster dude that they all think oh they yeah like, like, aussie's like i no, mean like proper proper yeah i swear you can't even buy it yeah I, it's not a thing here <laughs> we went in in manchester actually earlier this year we went to an australian restaurant cafe mm. um it was like underground no windows wasn't very australian from the outlook but like fuck we checked the menu we and we're looking. like yes we're looking for coopers yeah oh, like yeah. yes we found it we're like round of coopers and they came out and they cracked the top and as soon as i brought up to my my mouth i could smell it was like like yeah, just no, no good, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. come all the way from south australia but you had it anyway you just fucking it was almost undrinkable yeah. like, it was yeah. fucked it was shit so well, it's just a random beer or they just it have was, had it for so long had, yeah it's or had it for so long it's been long. sitting in the sun or something like that you know oh, Probably that's so no, shit no one it's like outback steakhouse have you ever been yeah. there no i haven't oh it's shit house yeah and like yeah it, I, i'm not even gonna spend any more time on it because i hate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i've got a vendetta um obviously you guys have ticked a lot of uh bucket list things off in your music career i'm just wondering what in your eyes has been the pinnacle what's been the the your eyes the top you're like this is the best thing we've ever done mm. there's been so many it, little milestones yeah i know is it's it, hard to pick a defining moment is it is it che too cheesy to just say like everything we've done this year or like <laughs> i feel like we've we've done really well of like sort of always trying to play better shows write better music and stuff like that so it's pretty hard to go past mentioning sort of like the last record we've done and, and that mm. States tour, everyone had so much fun and, and like 
Oh, actually. It went very smoothly. What I got you, one. I got one what I think. I reckon when we first were able to actually start paying ourselves mm. from playing all the music and doing all that kind of stuff and the sales on albums. That's pretty big. When that moment where it started, and we only, we only started small, you know, like 50 bucks a week or something like that now. But then it got to the point where we could all go, you know, we actually don't need to work our mm. day jobs anymore. We can just rely on that. So that was probably a pivotal moment for me of going, now this is this is career. Now this is work. Mm. This is something that I can keep doing, you know, for a long time. That was that was that was a big moment. Was uh, what was the scheduling like when you were all working? Was it hard to be able to find time to rehearse and practice? We and had make pretty music? pretty cruisy bosses, um, the guys that were mm. doing chippy work and everything, and we just take the Friday and the Monday off if we ask nicely, and then drive ourselves down to Melbourne on the Friday night and play Saturday, drive home Sunday, mm -hmm. and. Mm. Yeah, we'll go back to work. work. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> they, good that they were supportive. Some bosses would well, just they didn't like, really, get fucked. They yeah. didn't really have a choice. We're like, look, we're going, sorry, yeah. and if you want us to come back, we will, because we mm. know you can't be yeah. after looking for someone else. So, mm. What about, like, rehearsing and stuff? Like, was, And I'm talking pre-doing any shows, like, when you were all working, was it, like, one night a week you we were did, rehearsing? We like, twice a week at yeah, one stage. Yeah, one stage. We were, that's one thing we were really pretty good at. Yeah. We'd just be like, there's two nights a week, Meet at the meet in the garage and yeah we we'll, we'll, drilled that for we'll years and years get work done or maybe we won't um but yeah the two nights did it ever feel time. like a chore like it's something you had to be doing um, no it was something that we that we, we all of us to wanted do. to do because we wanted to hang out together yeah exactly True. Talk it's just a good ex good excuse to hang out and um yeah right. it was either do it there or go down to the pub and drink and you know like why why don't we just do it in the comfort of our own house and yeah. drink, do a little drink there, a drink there <laughs> yeah. and do some muck around on the side. guitars and yeah. shit but mm, we yeah. we drilled that for you know a couple of years once a week like sometimes twice a week mm. um just again and again no excuses unless you're sick or you got something on and i think doing that meticulously kind of just drilled the habit of you know, being tight and playing together and being comfortable with each other, mm. especially when you're playing the music. So that was a that was a big um, benefit for us doing that, yeah. So how long do you think it was between when you guys started to sort of take it more seriously and you're like, twice a week we're going to link up and we're going to rehearse to that point that you just mentioned where you're like, oh, we can actually not work our jobs anymore. How long do you think that time frame was? Oh, it was over a long period of time. Yeah, from years. From the conception of us as a band to like... You know, years? playing our first show. Yeah, it's Six about five years. years, I think, until like we started, you know, feeling like that this is something we could do properly. Yeah, wow. But all of that prior, it's not like we were working towards that. We just were like, why not? We why don't we just, just keep doing it? it? Just because it was yeah. fun. It was a hell of a lot of a lot of fun. What yeah. stage did the name come around? That was pretty early on. Yeah, that was early. And then when we thought we thought about changing it because we were kind of like, fuck that name. It's just fucking lame as what we were thinking. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, all right, we'll change it. So if anyone has anything that's that's better that yeah. you think will work. Speak now or forever, hold your you peace. Know, Nan's favourite. Bring it, bring yeah. it, <laughs> bring it forward, and then like, not no one there had any other of ideas. Like, oh, maybe this, maybe that. And like, oh, and then we're like, you know, what? I think we just went bugger it. Let's just name. Like, yeah. it kind of finds you. Like, who Nan's thought, favorite who, found yeah, you guys? Yeah. Who thought of it out of the group? We were listening to what was the song we were listening to at the time? Yeah, Tim. we're a fan of um, Steve Ray Vaughan's mm. Tin Pan Alley. We okay. like, I remember us, us like covering that in the shed. It's like this blues, he's blues guitarist, and we liked the sound of the word alley. Of the word alley, and we're like, when well, we spent a lot of time at the beach, so 
That's oh, yeah. pretty much that's, yeah, mm. that's, yeah. that's kind of it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. Sh- pretty, <laughs> like, <a> <laughs> no special meaning AI. behind it. We really. spend a lot of time. You just with didn't the have like a spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah. Like, the <laughs> words came. You and a dream. Yeah, no, or yeah I think it you can say like you guys did ayahuasca or something, and then you're like so lost. You all woke up and at the same time in unison, you're all like ocean alleys. I think if you're spending too much time trying to come up with a name, and it's it's that it's more important to you than writing the music and stuff, then you've probably, mm-hmm. you're a bit backwards. Yeah, so. like, yeah. listen to the Beatles. Like, you know, the Beatles. Yeah. It only, it, it only sounds name. cool. That sounds cool But they cool didn't now. achieve much, so. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. see Who the Beatles taking off. <laughs> um, you guys spoke a bit before about the 12-person bus and that. We actually have a segment on here, um, Housemate Wars. Mm. So we, me and Liam and Zach all live together and we pretty much just vent about all the annoying shit that we do that, piss each other off and obviously you guys have been traveling touring together for okay. a long time so has there been any moments where you're like nah fuck that kind of like you stuff yeah. that happens oh. that you know piss each other off or like yeah, absolutely plenty of that. just being on top of each other for a long period of time you mm. just you you start to grow you learn to just put up with shit though don't you yeah like mm. you know we, you put up probably in the in the house as well like you just like we're I'm not just not. I'm just going to leave. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. We're it's not just easier. Com- we're not confrontational people. Like, if something's pissing us off, we, I, I would personally just go, you know, what, fuck that. Bottle I'm it go- up. I'm going. That's bottle the healthy thing to do. Shove it down. Yeah. Yeah. Deep darkness. <laughs> save it for later. Yeah. Yeah. Just Let it all come out. You just, you just ignore it. You ignore it. You walk away. You move on. And then before you and know, and then one it, day you snap. On stage, you all just like. There was a funny on the bus recently. There's a there's like opening doors to the bunk areas oh yeah and um the door leading out of the bunk area to the front where the toilet is to take a piss opens inwards towards the bunk alley and one of the one of the other crew guys max if you listen to this he won't be but (laughs) he's um he's from america and his foot obi obi went out to go take a piss and his foot had flopped out of his bunk down near the door so Obi's lifted his foot up, gone out the door, taken a piss, and he went to go get back in the door. But Max's foot had flopped back oh, down and like locked the door from like from the outside. Oh, he so, was out cold. He wasn't waking yeah, up. He wasn't waking up. <laughs> and so Obi's like trying to slide his hands into like flick his like behind the door so he can get back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he finally we, got in. I feel like it's always just little weird things. Like I spoke uh, in our last segment about one thing that annoys me about Ben that. Like it, and this is the dumbest thing ever. But he always makes this one, this one meal. <laughs> this like tuna, like this quinoa rice and like potatoes, yeah, and he great. always eats it out of like a metal mixing bowl because we have such small bowls. <laughs> we don't have big bowls. And for some reason, it just like used to really irritate me and I'd see it and I'd just be like, oh, fuck off, man. Oh <laughs> and then I started eating like salads out of the big bowl and it's just, it's just like dumb things. The boys, the boys don't like how I eat like chips, like potato chips. They you eat... a cruncher like a... No, no, I just like... It takes know. little bites of the chip. No, that's fucking crazy. That's outrageous. Usually, on a good day, it's like a half a bite. I like, you know, one chip, I'll take... Two bites to eat it. Just I'm just I'm just, enjoy, I'm just enjoying yeah, that. Why rush? I feel yeah. like if just I had a that chip, even chip. if it's an abnormally large chip, I'll still be like. <sighs> I just can't do two. And then I hear Nick's voice like in the other side of the room. She goes, "Just fucking eat it, mate." <laughs> <laughs> a good um a good uh, way to diffuse all that that we got told by uh, Jackson Fairbairn 
is um they do like a court system in their house. That's a so good like idea. So like they'll have everyone and then they'll get Ooh. two mates that don't live at the house like, bro, court meeting at this time on this date. And then present they'll get the cases. Juries. And then they've got to present their cases mm. and then the jury will yeah, um, right. decide. So That's I feel like for That's you guys with 12 people, that would work like really well. Mm. That's actually that could work. That could be a lot of fun. Although yeah. I feel like we'd just gang up on one person. Yeah, like, we wouldn't be very like, democratic. We'd yeah. start paying jury members. Who's been under pissing the us off the most? We all know it's going. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'd be I'd be skipping jury duty for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I know we just spoke about like what you guys thought are the pinnacle sort of bucket list moments that you've already had. What are some that you still have on the like that you see that you have might not have felt like you've achieved yet that you really uh, striving to hit is there anything or I think we've think... got some um, some hopes to play some big um, American festivals soon mm. that would be a, a next on our sort of like what bucket list as you say or oh, a Coachella or um, South by Southwest, South by Southwest yeah. in Texas just mm. to get on the bill because we haven't really played any huge American festivals so that'd be really cool Mm. Yeah, that feels like the next actual... Or maybe opening up, like, you know, market for us in other countries, South America, or even Southeast Asia, you know? Mm. Yeah, just we somewhere haven't been to South America. Because we've done lots of, lots of, like, touring over in the States and Canada and Europe and UK, and, of course, Australia and New Zealand. But, like, there's, there are other parts of the world that I would be really excited about exploring and mm -hmm. seeing how our music kind of, you know how they receive us so how do you go about like getting a coachella gig for example is that sort of just something that one day your manager calls you and they're like booked you for coachella or is it like something that you can actively try and so the booking agents and stuff and our representatives in the states would be sort of you know going for that and asking around mm. trying to get us the good gigs mm. but then i guess on our end we've just got to keep writing good music and um mm. you know keep showing up and yeah, that's as and much just kind of hanging around and yeah. and i think the goal for us is just to be able to keep doing this for as long as we can and um mm. you know keep enjoying it and um keep writing music like you know just yeah keep pumping out the tunes so that'd be yeah cool. you, so you've obviously just come off a tour in the states and now you're touring here is there like a time of the year where you guys just get to have a break or is it a full yeah. time like three is it like a footy season or... where there's an off season a pre-season they're kind of just like you're always on yeah no Usually it's more I'm... of like a, it's more of like a cycle so I'm... you write music yeah or like I, I would say from starting from at the start of the year after all the new year's eve and the you know, january silly season yeah. it's all happening usually we might have like feb or march you know the, the start of that year but then as soon as it gets down to like the colder months here in oz the june july we're over in the northern hemisphere doing the summer <clears> over there so do you ever feel burnt out yeah sometimes yeah, but sometimes. um like we, we're probably planning to have a like after this hectic year of touring we'll start to write the next record mm. and then that will be a period of less time on the road so that's mm. kind of our downtime yeah mm. yeah and then once we write that record and once that gets finished then we'll go ahead and tour that mm. and so yeah that's it's kind a cycle. of a cycle it's about a two year cycle yeah. So just curious, this is, sorry, another callback to the Coachella thing, just because I'm curious. Mm. If they were like, oh, Coachella have offered you a spot, but they are uh, going to pay you significantly less than your rate, would you take it because you want to do the gig or is it something that you don't really budge on? I think, yeah, there, well, there's there's a, there's a the trade-off there. So if, if we, we would, 
like to a point we've mm-hmm. got to be able to pay to get over there and stuff yeah it's and... going to be viable financially viable so it was no profit sense. but all expenses covered for you and your team oh, just probably, no profit yeah I'd say yeah because but you got to sleep in the vans again oh yeah I'd probably do it wait sleep in the van for like the night you like, can oh, sleep oh, in the van and I'll sleep <laughs> in the house I think yeah you got to kind of play chess in that regard so you got to weigh it up well, like, when what's, we used what's to... worth more the exposure to new people that are going to hear your music or like mm. more coins so you got to you got to figure out what's going to be the most beneficial option. I would say, I'd put my hand up and say, fuck it, let's when do it. When we first like, started doing it, like driving ourselves to Melbourne to play a gig on the weekend and then drive home, we'd get paid like 500 bucks and that would, wouldn't even cover fuel. Mm. You know, and then we'd go back to work and we didn't, we didn't make any money from all those shows and what we were doing for like the first six years, you know, like no one's getting paid. Mm. All the money was just going back into the band fund to sort of pay for... Beer. Tours and beer, and before we got free beer, mm. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just about sort of if you want it, and it's and it's worth it to you, then yeah. yeah. How bad do you want it? Yeah, exactly. So Coachella, if you're listening, which I'm certain they would be, Ocean Alley will perform for free, <laughs> <laughs> and they will pay you to perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to provide the bands though. <laughs> um, so we also from producer Nardwa Zach have been told that your writing the human process... Serviette. <laughs> that your writing process is typically you guys just start playing and jamming and then something sort of comes from that. It's not too much just yeah. sitting and writing or has that changed? That's pretty spot on. Like, I think at this stage now, we'll usually, when we're not all together, have, you know, come up with ideas individually and then be like, oh yeah, just a simple bare bones idea. Then when we get together, we're wherever that may be at like an Airbnb somewhere or mm. a studio or whatever, we, wherever we want to hire. Um, yeah, we get together, say, I've got this idea, I've got that. We jam we jam all the ideas and we say, okay, let's pick our favorites and what we want to work on. That sounds good. Let's develop that. Let's work on that. Sometimes mm. the ideas are more fleshed out than others when brought to the table, um, which is fine, but we all also understand that there has to be, you know, you have to, when, you, when you're presenting, your idea to the group, you're also relinquishing a lot of your control and your ideas of what you think that's going to be like. Because mm. that's the way that we work together is that we all have our inputs and all of our decisions are made, you know, together. So if it, if the song is going to change this way and we all think it will, you got to be cool with that. Mm. And it's fine. And we are we are cool with that. Yeah, it's pretty democratic. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. do you ever like revert? Because I know sometimes with my, with every single YouTube video I've ever made, like sketch wise, I will come up with the title and then I'll come up with what the video will be. Mm. Have you ever, and this could be outrageous to say, but do you ever like think of a name of a song and then you're like, you're like I really want to make a song with this name and then you still sort of think about it from there, like reverse engineer it a bit or it's always just like maybe a chord or a, like a, a That's the whole, the question of, you know, what do you write first, the lyrics or the music? Yeah. Mm. But I think there's a bit of it both ha- happening at the same time. Yeah. But I think for us, it's mostly the music. It's the just, feel. It's the f- yeah. how how it feels for us and how we think the people are going to enjoy it. And then I think... That could be a fun yeah. game, though. Pick a name and a yeah. word mm. and then just... I'm going to try that. Next time we're all sitting around... Work. Next time we're all good? sitting around going, fuck, we need to come up with an idea. Mm. I'm going to say, all right, why don't you boys play... You know, what do you think of when I say the word door? Mm. (laughs) Or what do you think of when I say the word? (laughs) You could do that game where it's like, Liam says three words and then I have to like continue the story. I went to the pub. 
one day. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah we're gonna write, write a, a song. fucking song. Yeah. Like that. Or, or you guys, chaotic. you guys can make a song called Nan's Favorites. Oh, that would be. That would be good. Cool. I'd, I'd be interested to see what it would be. Cool. We get writing credits pocket. on the next next album. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll put you well, down the bottom. Yeah. Do you um, guys remember um, like the process of uh, coming up with confidence? Was it just like, is it something that you specifically remember? Is it just like another just jamming out? Sort yeah, of I think like? Nick came up. He started playing that Nick bass and I riff we were, first. We were yeah. mucking around with that riff. Oh yeah. You were mucking around with a womp womp womp. Yeah, womp. with that kind of womp. I just got a new. Yeah, I got a new keyboard. Korg SV1 and I was just kind of messing around with this setting and this like wah sound and I was like and it just kind of just decided to kind of flow from there and we were mucking around with it and then I don't know how long it took for Baden to come up with the lyrics but yeah, I don't know I think he said probably the lyrics. not long they're pretty I think, simple <laughs> I think I remember hearing the lyrics and going you go it's all about confidence I was just kind of the hell is that like, what the hell man and then kept doing it and then it grew on us and yeah, but there, I can't remember any specific point, but mm. yeah. It's was, funny that all these memories, they just kind of just drift into one. Yeah. <laughs> into one, yeah. Was that like an overnight hit? It was just when you made it like, and did you know as well? Well, no, I don't think we did. I don't, I don't think we gave it as much expectations. I think as... we knew that it was like probably the most appropriate on that record for like, that the ra- that the radio would, would, would like. We understood it was catchy. Because there's some songs that, you know, s- suit better for being played on the radio and some artists will even do a radio version of some songs which may be a bit shorter intro or something mm. just so you can get it across the line and get the radio stations to play it mm. and i'm i'm sure we were thinking like this one's probably in that realm mm. just a bit poppier and a bit more simple you know repetitive kind of thing but yeah i don't know we didn't know it was gonna you know, it was going to grab people the way that it did. Mm. It just started to get more and more traction. It's out of your control by that stage. Yeah, like, when we started mm, playing it at yeah. shows, if we were playing at shows, but it's like we noticed that people were singing to that more mm. than any other songs. Like, okay, this is kind of cool. Would that be one of the most fulfilling parts of this whole thing is people singing your lyrics at yeah. a show? It's pretty, it's For very, sure. uh, it's a cool thing to see, mm. to see how much, you know, how invested they are into it and how much, you know, it's it, it means to them and we've had people come up to us on tour multiple well last times. night baden was chatting to a lovely fan out the front um i forget their name but um yeah. baden gave us gave her the set list and he said oh i gave it to you because you were singing every word yeah baden, oh, baden's like it's actually it's actually great he's like it's a bit scary because if i stuff up you're singing every word yeah. you'll know you'll be like <laughs> she'll be standing there going that one that was wrong dude <laughs> on that this. on that have you had any really crazy uh, fan ex- like interactions or experiences. There's one guy in Germany that yeah 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 yeah. He co- he comes to like every he's been coming to every show yeah, and also and also around the world. No uh, no in, in like Europe oh, Germany yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany area. Germany, oh what a weirdo. <laughs> and there's also there's kind of like his you know long lost twin in on the west coast of America and he comes to all the west coast shows like oh, San yeah. Fran, LA, San Diego. Like it's great to see. I um remember waking up pretty late that day of the sh- that show in Germany, and, and he was I, standing there looking I, at you. I was, <laughs> I was so busted, and I hey, I bitch. could see the venue like through the bus window, and I'm like I'm getting in there, and I opened the door of the bus, and he was just standing right there, and he's like, <laughs> I don't have your signature yet on here, and I was like, oh. I was like, oh fuck, fuck. Just woke up, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's very flattering. Um, and fuck, if that's going to make him happy, I'll sign whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just when you're playing those shows that, like, say, for example, on the West Coast of America, are you, like, looking in the crowd for the familiar faces and you're like, 
Oh, there he is. We've seen, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, we've seen, a, like, uh, you know, people show up to, you know, every show ever since we've been over there. The um the Alaskans as well. Oh, the Alaskans, yeah. They bought us a... Um, they came to heaps of these shows and yeah. they bought us, like, a care package of salmon and, like, st- oh. they smoked their own salmon and shit. But, but they came to, like, the Vancouver show, which yeah. is on the West Coast, and then they came to a New York show, which is on the East. Like, they were just coming everywhere. Yeah. And they'll come on the bus after. Shout out to the Alaskans. Yeah, where were so... your last tour, actually, boys? We yeah. missed you. Yeah, where were you? We didn't you? see them. Where were Wait, they? Did, have you played a show in Alaska? Or no, no, they, no. Oh, they just down. go. Yeah, they flew down to the, like Vancouver or something to come to a show, and then they ended up going to like four other shows and shit. And we saw them every time. Oh, so they probably flew names. themselves have... in like one of those tiny propeller planes. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty Yeah, with a fresh box of salmon or something. We don't even know what their names are. They're just the Alaskas, Alaskan one and Alaskan two. Yeah, and you'd like drink beers with them after. Oh yeah, they come on the bus and they were hanging out. Yeah, we had them on the bus. And they were like, "Do you guys ever come up to Alaska? You gotta hit us." Up, we'll take it all the spots, we'll throw a massive party like this. That was so lovely, very friendly, really yeah. friendly. Oh, but after oh. a while, when they come to like you know, 10 shows, like okay, We're like holy shit, the Alaskans break. are here again. Salmon, no more salmon, boys. <laughs> Damn, all right. Well, uh, Zach, should we go on to our segment? First segment of the show, rave review. So, um, yeah, rave review. Yeah. Like, what do you want to review? We're not going to review one of our Just own like kicks. maybe like a, a show that stands out or like the best kick-ons you've ever had after a show or mm. maybe something with the Alaskans. Maybe or... you went to a like party that was like, you're like, oh, Shaq's here or something. <laughs> Far out. Goodness. Life's not really that exciting outside of Ocean Alley stuff. <laughs> the Manly Wharf Bar on a Saturday night. <laughs> we avoided that place for sure. Have you Manly ever played Wharf. there? No. No, oh. we, ha- no, no we haven't no, played no, there. Surely that's it's... on the bucket list. I had a record yeah I had been there four times and I'd been kicked out four times yeah and um some of them were my fault some of them were it was all just for being too drunk and then uh it was a point where I would get invited to go there I was like I don't want to go because I don't want to get kicked out tonight but I don't want to make it four like I don't want to go there five times and have been kicked out four but now I've been there without being kicked out so it's kind of ruined I remember I used to like try and Climb up the um when I got kicked out of was it Shark Bar? Is that the one that's like on the like that kind of corner? I remember I got kicked out of the Shark Bar in Manly and fully tried to like scale up the side of the building onto the veranda and try and get in and got one of my other mates to I was like, Can you go around there, talk to the security guard and get him to face that way and just chat to him? So ask him how his days, just ask him did how it, did it work? I kinda got halfway up and then he goes, Hey, what are you doing? And ran over and I was just like, Alright, don't pull me off, just jump down, oh, please. Rave review, shark bark, two shark out of ten. <laughs> Stop kicking me out. I remember one time Manly I was... Wolf Bar, two out of yeah. ten. Fuck the Manly Wolf Bar. I remember I did the same thing once. I got kicked I got not let into a bar very rightfully so. And then I went around the back and had someone open the back door and let me in and I was like, I'm so slick. I ran straight into the toilets, like into the queue because I was gonna hide for a bit until like they would have forgot. The security just walks straight in, like kicks the door open, grabs me, just throws me <laughs> onto the road. Yeah, most of the time their security, well, they're meant to be way less drunk than the punters. So mm. you think you're getting away with a lot that you don't yeah. really get away with. Yeah, you're not being sly at all. Um, anyway, what was what was two out of review? ten for shark? Yeah, yeah, yeah two out of ten yeah, for shark. That's got to be one of the lowest we've had. Yeah, yeah it's no good. They can get fucked. Do you guys watch the AFL at all? Not heaps. Nah, not not heaps. What rugby? Uh, yeah, NRL. A who, little. Do, who do you go for? The Riff? 
Um, yeah, our tour manager, Tyler, um, he's a big Penrith supporter. Yeah, that's and so... um, we watched the game when we were down at Wanderer Festival a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And um, it started like 20 minutes before we finished on stage. And we come off stage and Tyler was just there. He asked the um, stage manager to set up a TV. So he's watching <laughs> he's it just like that. On, got his jersey yelling on, yelling TV. at the TV. And then during half time. He goes, fuck, let's pile back in the Everyone van in the and we'll drive back to the motel, to the accommodation, and we'll watch the second half there. So we made it back in time just before the second half started and he's just standing like 30 I, centimetres away from I the TV. I went to yeah, bed, went... I was halfway down the motel and I could hear him yelling <laughs> yeah. like so we, fucking We had the... Uh, we looked yesterday, the next day, we had the volume on the television at 100. <laughs> just maxed out with the doors yeah. open. So our, t- our tour manager, a game. our tour manager's energy, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. I only yeah. ask because we had our, our first 10 out of 10 rave review last week and it was oh, the yeah. AFL grand final weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we had people at our house. But... Zero out of 10 if you're um, if you're a Queenslander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brisbane had a shocker of a weekend. Yeah, oh, like we were flying back into Brizzy last week and... I was sitting next to Angus looking out the window and Angus just turns over to me and he goes, it's got to be a sad day down there yeah. in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Just a depressing... Loping around, no one saying hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find it weird that the NRL Grand Finals played on a Sunday night. Like, yeah. surely that kills we was, the vibe. We were saying that, actually. And, like, put it maybe on a Saturday mid-Arvo or something. Like, yeah. you know, or just do it the weekend after the AFL one. True. You yeah. get like just, more viewers. Yeah, I've, I just feel like a Sunday night's like... You guys should call them up. Yeah, we have get him on the phone you'd get, you'd get heaps more viewers yeah. <laughs> um, okay we've got some fan questions Ooh. really we're people go send these in yeah, yeah. Ooh, shit yeah the four fans that we have <laughs> nice maybe rapid fire them just as four good guys yeah let's rapid fire them okay. you go one I'll go one alright sweet okay uh, this is from music ain't dead on Instagram what's your favourite city in the UK can be either sh- performed at or just in general Sonnives. What is that? Where's Where that? It's uh, where is in it? the southwest, southwest of England. Cornwall. I just like it because it's a sick little fishing town. Mm. Uh, they did fisher? Not really. Oh. But I just like a little town by the sea. Mm. It's very picturesque. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Popped into mind. Ah, uh, this is from Lenny. Favorite song you've made? Favorite song. Favorite song. Favorite song we've made. Changes. Mm. Very mm. nice. Okay. This is from Kitty. Are these real names? Kitty. Yeah. Wow. We have a weird demographic. That, the oh. one after this is not a real name. <laughs> all right, all right, let's give us Kitty. <laughs> Kitty, uh, fave show you've ever performed? Oh, um, actually, John Kane, last time we were here. Oh, wow. There we go. We're about so, to do it tomorrow night as well. Again. Uh, this is from Can. Can. C A N. C A N. Can. 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 I'm naming my kid that. Like can of soup. Did you guys all consciously decide to grow really long hair or did it just happen? I just. Definitely just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's something someone decides. It came, came with the territory. Yeah, come, yeah. come on, Cam. Yeah. Cam, switch on, mate. All right, this is from... <laughs> this is from Dan. <laughs> These days are. <laughs> Most likely to get arrested in the band. Obi. Obi. For what, though? Yeah, what, what was that? that public, was public indecency. Public, <laughs> public, to- public intoxication. Yeah. Violence, any of them. 
Taking a piss in public shouldn't be illegal. It should just be frowned upon. Yeah, like if you're in an alleyway and you're obviously not Australia, especially again, again in America, they're 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 really in Amsterdam. They got urinals on the street. Yeah, do they actually? What? Just like stand up little like with little side things, and you just walk up to it and piss in it. I'll tell you a story really quickly. No, probably just a pond, and then you probably just just a telegraph pole. Yeah, we were there. I was in Amsterdam with Nick and our partners for the King's Day, which is like the biggest day of the year in Amsterdam. It's like the king's birthday they all wear orange and like the canals are just packed it's a full-on town party like everyone's there some people like rent out their um toilets on the lower levels like you know two euros you can come in you take a piss or take a shit or something like that pretty good lucrative Mm. um but the girls that we were hanging out with who are the locals uh, who were friends of you know um you know we all kind of met this group and they were like the guy's like, all right, we're going to take a piss just into the canals. Yeah, easy peasy. And the girl's like, where do we piss? And the girls go, we do the same. And they got down on their hands and legs, spread and just went, no way. Straight into the canal. And that I, I should just be went, illegal. Oh my God. <laughs> That's fucked. Imagine walking on the other side of the canal and just looking over. Like, what? Apparently there's a thing. Like, it's, it's just like, it's, it's it. okay. On King's Day. Yeah, I think that needs to be more than just frowned upon. <laughs> that one's a bit... Anyway. No, Imagine just on seeing him. someone down at Flinders Street Station just on that bridge straight into the Yarra. Yeah. yeah. That's all. There's wow. definitely a few fucking junkies that have done that before. Oh, I bet. Probably. Okay, we've got some top threes. This is for TikTok clips. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> top three cities that Ocean Alley have performed in. What are they? Ever. In the whole world. Who LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> like it. All right, New York. New York, yeah. Let's go New York. New York. Um, London. Vancouver. Yeah. Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. So we got a, we yeah. got a couple, actually. We got four. a couple list, yeah. yeah. That was four, four. sorry. Yeah, the uh, Canadians, they would love it. Yeah, they're This animals. is uh, top three Australian festivals. Mm-hmm. Splendour. Groove in the Moon. Yeah. Yeah. And Falls Festival. Mm, yeah, we've nice. gone to. Is Fall still running? Yeah, that's still a thing. Mm. Yeah, they're all really just like they're really nice people. They look after you. It's mm. a great crowd, and also it's the touring festival. So if you get on the touring bill, like you get to fly with all the other bands, and you get mm. to hang out, you see them, you make friends. Yeah. What's that side trans festival that Rainbow Set? And apparently that's elite. Oh, we've we've been to Strawberry Fields. Oh, oh, we're Strawberry going Fields. Are you guys gonna go there? Nah, we played there we played once. There. Yeah, we it? lost. We got so fucked up, and someone lost a um, high van key, and we had to get a bloke at, it was we you. had to get we a bloke out and he had to come so far with his special machine and it cost us like three grand which is like what we got paid for the <laughs> for the festival uh, <laughs> uh, okay um here's top three albums of all time is in theirs or just no any album any album okay top three albums of all time mm. rumors fleetwood mac i knew you were gonna say mm, that yeah. i knew you were gonna very say nice. that very good pick um uh, <laughs> I had a big um, phase of like listening to Biggie Smalls when I was like in high school. So his album, I think it's Life After Death. Mm. Yeah. And then we're going to have to also include Dark Side of the Moon, Pink oh, yeah. Floyd. Yeah, mm. that's an easy one. Right have you ever watched, uh, listened to that while watching um, Wizard, of Oz. Wizard of Oz? No, but I that's have like a big thing What's, What do you mean? But I have read... What's it, what? I did read something about... about how it like matches up yeah it's right. like intentionally like you yeah, meant it's to like do this it? big thing that people i mean they meant to do it yeah that um people like put on the movie yeah. mute it and then put on the album ah. and it's like so crazy how like, how well it works no, like, like the songs are like the timing in the, in the movie like yeah. the judy garland one 
What's that one? The original? Yeah, the... Yeah, 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 the original. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that kind of wraps up everything from us. Is there anything that you would like to promote? Oh, maybe the show tomorrow, but yeah. Is it sold out? I don't... Uh, I think it is. That's why we put on the forum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's True. sold out. So, so go out the front. There tickets. might be ticket scalpers and you can get one. There yeah. will be scalpers. They will rip you off, but you try your luck. Um, I think we're going to release some more tickets, though. Maybe not heaps, but... A bunch, yeah. Yeah, it goes out. It goes out in a week and a half. Yeah. So, oh, it oh, so <laughs> travel back in time. So tough titties. Yeah. You missed out. <laughs> well, anything is anything that's not within the next week and a half. Um, I well, know we got some Aussie festivals coming up at the end of the year. Yeah. So if um if you see us on a bill for any of them, then um come down and have a little boogie with us. Yeah. You know? And bring salmon. Bring yeah, salmon. Bring a van to sleep in. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't forget your sleep. And if bag. you bring salmon, they will let you on the tour bus, you can... and you can hang out with them. They encourage it. But yeah. you have to come to at least ten shows. It's going to be requisite. like salmon thrown on stage now. <laughs> yeah. eh? That would be good. <laughs> if, if someone throws a full like live salmon oh, <laughs> onto yeah. the stage, that would actually be the greatest we'll thing of all time. We'll take them live, live or dead. Yeah, just, imagine someone yeah, snuck in their pants stage. a live salmon that's just flapping around. <laughs> and they just... Do you reckon you could make like a reverse snorkel for good. a salmon? And it, I'll, just, you know. I'll, <laughs> if someone throws a salmon around. on stage and it and direct hits Baden, then I'll give you a hundred bucks. Oh, do it! You, you do a shilly out, out of the salmon, just like oh. you. Let's make. Oh, like the... I think you'd call it like a gilly, wouldn't you? For the gilly. Oh, we need to stop. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. You're really uh, doing us a big favour for our small-time little interrogation room podcast. No, thanks for having us. And we thank really, you, really appreciate it. We really came to the show tomorrow. So next week, we'll do our rave review on John Kane Arena. Cool. The Ocean Alley concert. Cool. So, yeah, it might be another 10. Might be another 2. Could it be gets another better two. than 2. Oh, we'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much, everyone watching on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, rank us five stars. We are a five-star rated podcast. So that's yeah. that is something that I... 700 something, something like that. That's Probably a good. million. Uh, <laughs> but that is one of my greatest achievements. So please keep rating it a five because there's a lot of podcasts that I'm not going to name who are 4.9 that I'm happy that I'm better than. Yes. So. <laughs> well done, boys. Thanks for that. See you. Thanks, Bye. guys. Peace.